0: Hey, really quick, before we start the show, I just want to give you the heads up that the Millionaire's Mindset Mastermind is about to reopen the doors for its second official launch. Doors open April 1st. You can get your name on the waitlist and a free subliminal. The information is in the show notes, and you'll have some more details at the end of the show. Welcome to She Wakes Up podcast where you are granted permission to rise above your past, crush your fear and self-doubt and go after the future of your dreams. I know life has taken over and has driven you to a place where you feel lost and scared and you have no idea how you got here. You just feel stuck in your job, relationships, motherhood, all of it. I see you and you're in the right place. I'm your host Stacey Feeling, and I'm so pumped to have you here. I've been where you are. I was lost in abuse, finances, anxiety, poor health, you name it. I was up and down for years trying to fix myself on the surface. What I found was the real damage in need of fixing came from the inside. And so it was. If this is you, come hang with me. Grab a drinky drink and maybe a pint of some ice cream because we are skipping the small talk and getting right to the juice. Because girl, it's time to wake up. I'm Stacy and I just want to share a little life update with you in that these last few months I have been playing around with this big decision like big decision and I just want to be completely transparent with you because that's what I'm here for and it's hard it's really hard when these decisions come to the table and you mentally sit there and tell yourself all the reasons why and then your heart and your gut are telling you a whole nother thing. They don't align. They're not matching up no matter how you try to spin it. And it's a really tough spot to be in. And for me, this is coming down to me leaving my job. And anybody that's listened to the podcast knows that I'm a nurse. And I'm not your traditional nurse. I work in public health. And I'm a supervisor for the Maternal Child Health programs. So I absolutely love what I do. I love the idea of being able to serve the community. Uh, Being a young mom myself, I remember what it was like, and I just want to help the other women that are going through that, you know, kind of like what I'm doing on the show, um, but in a different space. And so I'm really tied to my work from my, my moral standpoint. And things are just getting to a point where, you know, the workload of being in that middle management position has just become so task oriented and it has pulled me away from the reason why I came in to do the work that I wanted to do in the first place. And I just felt like I wasn't able to fulfill all of these ideas and the opportunities that when I originally came into this position, I saw for the program that I serve. So I've been toying around and like, well, what if, what if I just left? Like, then what, like, what are my options? And as you know, I also have my business partner, Steph, and we are in the Millionaire space and doing that thing, and it's being very successful, and I'm very excited for the growth that's happening within that. And that's still scary because entrepreneurship is not guaranteed. But because I believe in the law of attraction and manifesting and I've been putting all the questions out there and the answers have been coming, the proof has been coming. I literally told Stephanie, I was like, hey, if we have seven people that sign up for this, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to put my notice in and I'm going to do the thing. Because I've been talking to her about it too. And she was like, I know where you've been. I've done this myself. And it's hard. And she totally understood and supported me in knowing that you know when the time was right, it was going to happen. But Here I am just thinking, okay, so seven people legit signed up, first of all. Like, that was just insane. So I'm like, okay, universe, I hear you, right? And I'm like, okay, but is that enough? Like, is that enough proof? And is that a big enough sign for me to actually pull the trigger on this and put in my notice? And still, in my head about all the things. And again, being transparent, I am the one that holds the benefits. So if I were to leave this position, I'm left to figure out what are we going to do for our health insurance? And that's a scary thing in and of itself, especially when you have a family. And here, here it is, you guys. I just, I came to the decision and just led with my heart in knowing and trusting that I am on the right path. And doing what I am doing is going to give me the abundance that I need and the comfort that I am looking for, and the reasons why. I continue to play around with the idea of staying and trying to make that work is because it's safe and comfortable. And we talk about this and staying in your comfort zone does not equal growth. And I'm so ready to grow. And so I did it. I held my breath for a very long time. When I submitted my letter of resignation, I hit submit, I held my breath, finally took a breath. It took me a couple hours, but afterwards I felt this huge sense of relief just come over me and knowing that as scary as it was, and as scary as it was logically too, to try to continue to wrap my head around this. But really deep down, I knew I had made the right choice. So the weekend goes by and then I show up for work and I talk to my boss and her boss and neither one of them want to see me go. My staff are bummed. I knew it was going to come to a shock to them because I'm not one to sit there and complain. And it really, it it wasn't terrible. It's just that, It wasn't, I saw the writing on the wall and I I knew that there was really no future in it for me. And so I was bummed and I don't like to let other people take over my stuff because I just feel guilty. Like I know what I'm leaving behind and I don't like the fact that other people are going to have to come behind me and take that over because I know that they already have enough going on but I also knew that that couldn't drive my decision to continue to stay unfulfilled in my role. So they're just shocked and trying to work with me, they end up coming back with this counter and saying like, okay, if we take this and this off of your plate, would you stay? And I was like, oh my gosh, like I didn't even think this was going to be an option. I haven't even thought about this. Why do you do this to me? (laughs) I was so confident in what I had decided. And then they throw a wrench in the gears and this is life. So I come back home because I was like, let me, I need to think on this because this isn't something that I was prepared to hear. And it really is a pretty legit offer. And it was honestly what I had uh, I advocated for myself in the very beginning when I stepped in I was like look uh, coming from experience I know this is gonna be a lot and I'm gonna give it my damnedest but I don't know realistically if this is going to be possible in the long term so like right away I gave him the heads up that yeah I don't know so I did I gave him my all I showed up I didn't complain I didn't make excuses I got the shit done got it done on time and now, now at this point, it came to this that I had to put in my resignation. That they were like, "Okay, we see you, we hear you, we realize that things need to change on a s- structural level. What can we do to keep you?" And I'm like, "Oh." And do you ever feel? I don't know about you, but I I came home and I was thinking about it, and I'm just like, "Have you ever been at a point where?" You've already made your decision so hard that even when these other things come as options, you're like, no, like my decision's pretty much set in stone. I've taken all this time to really think and feel on this and I I made my decision. And in that moment when I made my decision, I knew it was the right decision. And then you get thrown something like this, but you're like, no, even that isn't going to change my decision. So that's where I'm at. And so I have to break the news that while I very much appreciate and feel, uh, like I already felt valued, but I that just kind of confirmed that I had value at the company that I was at. And that made me feel good because not everybody makes you feel that way. So I I need to let them down gently and let them know that I do appreciate that. But I just see so much more growth. And even though I'm gonna have some setbacks in this, like I said, health insurance, I'm gonna figure it out, you guys, I promise I will. And, uh, and, and it's only temporary, but I do have so much confidence and belief in what is happening that if I continue to stay in that role, it's going to take time and energy that I want to use to pour into what is really going to fulfill me in the in the longest run and create the abundance that I would never get even if I was there. Benefits package and all, it's still going to surpass that, and I trust in that. And that's what gave me that nudge in the first place to go, yep, this is the answer that you've been asking for and you need to make that decision. And so I did and I'm going to stick with it, but it is scary. And this all leads up to what I wanted to talk about because this is a part of what my decision process looked like. I'm just letting you in my head and I apologize because sometimes it's, um, oh, I don't even know what's going on in there half the time. Um. But as I'm going through all of this and like weighing everything out, you know, I'm thinking to myself, even if I had all the things, if I had the benefits and I had the abundance and, you know, I was able to have the time freedom and I was feeling fulfilled and happy and I could do things with my family whenever I wanted to, I didn't have to ask for time off, you know, all the luxuries that we are ultimately after, it comes down to, you guys, that... This wasn't even a factor in what it is that I was ultimately looking for, but it was a realization that I had. And the only thing that really matters, and you might feel this way too, but the only thing at the end of the day that really matters is love and family. And if you don't have love and family, what are you doing? And I don't mean that as like a, what the hell are you doing if you don't have love and family in your life, right? Because we're all in different places in our life and we've all gone through things. Maybe we've had love, maybe we've had family and for circumstantial reasons that was taken away or things changed, or you're in a, a place of uh, transformation right now, whatever it is, there's no judgment here. And you know that, but what I'm saying is that is our ultimate goal for every single one of us is to have love and family, because we are bred to be loved. We seek love, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic love. And my point of this is, is I was thinking, what really matters is not the question that I'm asking right now. Yes, it's a big decision that affects my life for sure, but at the end of the day, what is going to create the most love and family for me? And it's not to be sucked into that position even when i feel valued even when i have the luxury of working from home most days it's still not fulfilling it's still not what i need to be doing and it doesn't feel right anymore it is not right for me in this season and when i continue to force myself to do things that don't feel right in a new change in a new season it only hurts me and holds me back from the potential that I have in finding that fulfillment, in creating that abundance. And again, when I asked myself that question, what is going to give you more love and time with your family? The answer was crystal clear. And it, this whole journey is a struggle because you don't really know what you're doing. You're kind of following suit a lot of times to try to figure out what works and what doesn't. You're second guessing and questioning every decision that you make. You're comparing yourself to so many other people in this space and wondering like what the hell did I just do? You know, like what is this? This isn't is this real life? And you constantly just like Rack your brain going through all the things and questioning whether or not you're making the right decisions. And while you're consumed in all of these decisions and the what ifs and the challenges and the, you know, deciding if you really want to go for the leap or if you really want to stay in your comfort zone, it takes away all the time and attention from the things that matter the most. Love and family. And I can speak on this because on my heart is, I am a workaholic. I can be. It's been very hard for me over the years to be mindful that I need to take a break. As my family is with me in the same room, they're staring at me like, hey, you're here, but you're not here. And that hurts. And for my daughter, who is 16, and you might know the story if you've listened to the podcast about You know, everything that her and I had to go through together and my son, who is four. And if you have kids, you know that the different stages, you know, bring their own challenges and also their own amazing things that you get to experience with them. And for my son being four, he just demands so much more attention. And naturally, he gets that attention. And I don't think about it in the moment, but then I reflect back and I'm thinking, my daughter craves that same attention in a different way, but she doesn't demand it the way he does. It's not obvious. And so I'm not called to chase it like I am for him. And just recently, as I've been having all these like, oh my gosh, so many moments in my head, in my heart, I keep going back to what really matters is that if I don't, I'm not here showing up for my family and my kids and I'm not giving them the love and attention that they deserve. No matter what I'm doing, it's not gonna matter. It doesn't matter to them. What matters to them is my presence. What matters to them is that they see me happy and they don't see me working 24 seven because that doesn't breed fulfillment and happiness. And you're hearing it right here and right now that the money and the security, the comfort is not giving me The happiness that I am able to give to myself to then pour in to my family, the ones that I love the most, the ones that deserve all of my attention, but they're not getting it because I am so torn in all of the decisions that I feel like I have to be making all the time. I, if you could just be in my head and seeing like all the goals and dreams that I have, all the ideas that are stirring around in my head. And then on top of all the actual things that I am doing on a day-to-day basis and then taking care of my own health and wellness, you know, at some point I'm just like, is the workout worth the attention that I'm taking away from my family? And that's a hard one because anybody that knows the discipline that goes behind creating that, um, the habit of trying to better yourself every single day. Because when you're on that high of taking care of yourself and you're starting to see results and you feel good afterwards, you have more energy, you're sleeping better, you know, you're, you're naturally just gravitated towards eating better because you see how everything is just compiling. It's hard to get back on track once you get off track because once you're in the groove, it feels so good, but it's so quick to get derailed. And then once you get derailed, it's easy to stay off track. And so part of me was like trying to rationalize that, like you know what happens when you get off track. So I'm thinking, well, how can I do it all? Yeah, that's the question on all of our hearts. How can I do it all and still have all the things and still have the banging body and still give my kids all the attention and love And realistically, you can't. And I find myself today, prime example, in the next two weeks, I made a promise to myself and also my employer that, hey, I know, you know, I've got some things that I've been planning to wrap up anyways. I'm just going to wrap them up so that when I am out of here, you don't have to come back and like do all the things. You can just start from scratch basically. And so I I worked, I I went to the bathroom twice today and I scarfed my sandwich down while I was working. I had one call and I had one interruption. Aside from that, I was grinding and I got it done. The thing that I had on my list, I checked it off and it felt like a great accomplishment, but my eyes were very heavy. They were burning. I was tired and you know, it's the weirdest feeling like you don't have any physical activity all day, but you're sitting there and you're just in the computer That is way more exhausting to me than physical activity. I think if I was running that entire time, that I would probably not be as tired and it's so weird. So anybody that knows that understands. But I was just like exhausted before I even left the office. So then I finally text my husband. I'm like, all right, I'm on the way home. Finally, I love you, you know. And then I get home and automatically, It's like my anxiety kicks in because I'm like, I haven't been here all day. I have to pick up the house before I make dinner. But then it's like almost dinner time. So what's for dinner? I don't know. I was not planning on being in the office all day long. So here I am trying to scramble, frustrated and tired from work and all the decisions that I've had to sit here and contemplate. And then coming home and naturally just like spewing out everything, that energy automatically transferred to my family. And I put that stress on them. My anxiety is on them. Like they felt it and I was irritable. And that's what I'm saying. I don't want to be that person because I'm taking away the love in the family. That is my number one. That is the reason why I do what I do. That is the reason I go to work. That is the reason that I get up in the morning. That is the reason that I push and I I work my ass off and I don't stop when I need to. And I know it sounds counterintuitive, but I do it for them, yet it's taking away from them. And I don't know why it's taken me this long to put it in this perspective because I've been aware But I guess I've never really paid attention as much as I did today in the actions that I am taking and the results that I am creating and the messages that I'm portraying and then the energy that I'm receiving. I don't like it at all. And that is not what I'm trying to create. And so I was still on the fence today because I was sitting in my office and I'm like, you know, I really could make this work. Um, I really can continue to do all the things. I know I'm really really good at multitasking and I'll make it work, we'll be fine and we'll be safe. And then everything else on top of it will just be a bonus, like totally trying to change my mind. And then I got home and it instantly just confirmed that, yeah, there was a reason why I made that decision. And it's because of this right here. Because when I am home and I can actually be present and not rush around and worry about all the things that need to get done because I'm gone all day, doing things for other people that aren't really fulfilling to me, just because I need that comfort and safety, that's not good enough for me. Because the comfort and safety that I really crave is within the walls of my own home. And I am not creating that when I am out there doing that thing the thing that doesn't fulfill me. And it's a hard pill to swallow because I know I'm at fault for the energy shift in my house tonight. And I know they don't fault me for it. And I recognize it in myself, so I know that I can work on it and I am going to, but it doesn't make it any easier when I recognize that my kids are yelling at me silently and my husband sees right through me and he tolerates me because he loves me and he knows that I'm putting so much work and effort into this. He can see that I'm not happy and he wants me to be happy. But at the same time, he looks at me as if sometimes I'm a monster and he doesn't recognize who I am because he knows that's not really who I am. And I don't want to be absent anymore, physically, emotionally, emotionally. I want to be present when I'm here and I feel like I've lost a lot of time um, in the last couple of years and I know I had to do what I had to do and I know that anybody that has ever been in this situation feels what I'm feeling right now and you you really as a parent you feel like you're doing the best thing at the right times you know when you're given those choices you feel like I'm doing my best this is what I've given and I'm doing my best because I want what's best for my family And my kids and then a couple years go by and you're in it and you look back and you're like wow this isn't what I envisioned this isn't really what was best you know like all the years that I stayed in that toxic relationship thinking that that was what was best I wish I would have known earlier that that's exactly the opposite of what was best and of course you learn from those experiences but Ultimately, I'm trying not to have to go through those any more than I have to and put my family through any more of that than they have to go through because life is hard anyways. And we are the people that need to be there for each other to support one another. There's enough enemies out there and we don't need to be each other's. And when I saw how much it was taking away from me, it was clear that no matter How much money, no matter how much they bent, no matter how much value they have confirmed to me, none of that feels and gives to me like the validation and the comfort in my home. So scary as it is, y'all, it's official. (laughs) I am done uh, next week at the end of the week and I feel really good about it. I really, really do. After all of the emotional ups and downs, I trusted. And today was just that eye-opening that I I needed to remind me that sometimes it's not about the comfort. Sometimes doing our best because we think it's the best isn't always how we want it to be at the end. And we got to roll with that sometimes. We have to evaluate and say... That was the good, good decision at the time, but seasons change and it no longer serves the purpose that it did at that time, right? Everything has its purpose and it's not always meant to last forever. So yeah, I wanted to share that with you and uh, tell you a little bit about what was on my heart because I know you've been there, especially if you're a mama. And uh, I just want to reaffirm to you that you are doing your best and you shouldn't fault yourself for that. But if you are feeling that, you know, things aren't aligning and and you are missing out on the things that are most important to you, whether that's, you know, family, if you have a family or other things, but if you feel like you're being pulled away from the things that really matter to stay in that comfort and safety of other things that, you know, for me, it was like, these are other people that I'm seeing every day. These are other people that I'm serving. And they're not fulfilling me and I'm not pouring into them the way that I could, if I was present with my own family. And at the end of the day, those people aren't going to love and give me family, like the love and family I have here. So yeah, that's what I wanted to share. Thank you for hanging out with me today. I really, really appreciate it. Um, Just a side note that Steph and I are relaunching the Millionaire's Mastermind, which was a huge success this last round. And we had 13 women in the group that had some major transformations, and we're geared up and ready to go. We have finessed it a little bit because last time was our first round, so of course, they got to be our guinea pigs, good, bad, and otherwise, and uh, they still had amazing things to say afterwards. And We're still working with them in a different capacity, which is really cool, and uh, they're continuing to grow. So if you feel called to level up your life and you're looking to get out of your head and rewire those limiting beliefs so that you can create that life of fulfillment and abundance in a way that lights you up and not a way that feels forced and keeping you in that safe and comfy even though you know that there's so much more out there for you, I encourage you to get on the wait list. I'll put the link in the show notes for you. So you get a free money subliminal with that too. Um, and so that's just gonna help kind of jumpstart the manifestation process for you. But we talk about so much in there that when you get done in the six weeks, you do have transformations. And it's really cool to see them unfold. And you're in there with a group of women who are in it, doing the same thing and they support you. I mean. It's crazy, the love. We have became our own little niche family in that space in the six weeks. It was like we had known each other forever. And sometimes it's hard to have those conversations with the people that are around you because they don't see it or they second guess your dreams. And so it just makes you feel as if you know your, your goals just aren't gonna become a reality because it's too much. It doesn't make sense for a lot of people to hear that. So you don't talk about it, right? And in this space, you get that. You get all the opportunities to share. There are no crazy ideas. Everybody cheers you on and supports you and pushes you to take those uncomfortable steps. We go through the science of it all. We give you exercises and practices to do. It's just so hands-on and so legit. And I really can't wait to see you inside and see what amazing group of women we get to meet next. So again, I will be quiet and stop talking so (laughs) that you can get on with your day. Um, But like I said, I'll drop the link in the show notes for you. I love you so much and appreciate you uh, listening to What's On My Heart this week. And I can't wait to be back here again with you next time.